Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi, I'm David Finkel, and welcome to the Scale Your Business Radio Show, the show that teaches you how to grow your business and get your life back. You're going to learn concrete strategies and tips, tactics to scale your company without giving up your life. Today, I'm joined by my co-host and co-author, Jeff Hoffman. Jeff is a serial entrepreneur who started multiple companies, perhaps best known for his success as one of the co-founders of Priceline.com. He's gone on to many other businesses since then. Jeff, welcome today to Scale Your Business. Thanks, Dave. Very excited to be here talking about this. Yeah, absolutely. So today I just want to start off here this idea, Jeff, of what, what do we actually mean when we say scale your business? What, what does that mean to you when someone says, Jeff, you use this word scale, you even called your new book Scale, what does it mean to scale a company? You know, David, it's interesting because the more business owners we talk to, the more it seems we hear the same three words. They tell us, I feel stuck. And when we say, what does that mean? They say, I grew my business to a certain point, and it seems to be stuck. I feel stuck in the business, meaning that if I walk away, even take a day off, I feel like the business won't run without me. And I feel stuck at this level in that I don't feel like I can grow the business any bigger than this, and I don't know what to do next. I don't know how to grow, and I don't know how to get the business so that I can have a life independent of my business. Well, let me ask you this, Jeff. I know I've, I myself felt that way before. I've had businesses where you know, sometimes it just wasn't that fun anymore. Originally, the idea was exciting in the startup phase of it, but it got to be a little bit of a grind. If I wasn't careful, sometimes I found that seemed like all roads led back to me, all decisions led back to me. You ever had that experience yourself in some of the early companies? Absolutely. When, when we start a business, early on, it's just us, right? When you're an entrepreneur and you're scaling up, you don't have money yet, you don't have success yet, you don't have a team yet. So the truth is you do have to do everything yourself. But if you don't design and plan your way out of that, that only gets worse as you go along. And a big part of why we wrote this book and what we're talking about now is there is hope, there is a method, there are systems you can use so that you don't continue to dig a deeper and deeper hole, because I've been in that hole myself as well. <laughs> I'm about to share the story for me, Jeff, about uh, where I learned that, that blinding flash of obvious, hey, this isn't sustainable the way I'm doing it. I'm going to ask you in a moment to share the story for when you had your your aha blinding flash of the obvious. For me, I remember it. I was I was living in a house I just bought in San Diego. I'd built a company with a partner, and, and he and I had enjoyed what we thought was, was the ultimate in success. We were doing probably a little bit over a million dollars a year in sales. Um, the company itself was probably generating uh, roughly about $150,000, $200,000 of profit for each of us out of the business. And I was, you know, there I was. I was probably 28 or 29 years old thinking, this is it. And, and, and then at the same time, I was feeling incredibly burned out at that time. Our business required me to be on the road traveling, oh, probably two, two and a half weeks out of the month, speaking at different conferences and other, other venues. And I was working probably 70 or 80 hour weeks. And I was just thinking, is this really the way it's supposed to be? And then it just became really clear to me that it really needed to be done differently, that I couldn't be the one that did all the operations with Peter, my business partner at the time. I couldn't be the one making all the sales. And we made our, our first leap of faith. We hired our first really high-level um, hire and operations manager to take over all the operations for the company. Her name was Paige. You know, this is a big roll of the dice. I mean, we, 
we spent 10% of our gross revenues, 100 grand a year on her salary and bonus structure for her. And yet within that first year of hiring her, we had grown the company to $3 million and we're on from there. So it was a good decision. And after that, it became easier. But boy, that was a scary moment to roll that dice and make that hire. When was the moment you had your kind of aha that you, you couldn't keep doing it the way that you were, that it needed to be more than just you? Sure. Mine was related to the sales growth. Our company was growing a lot. And by the way, I was about the same age you talked about at this point in my late 20s. Had a company called CTI, Competitive Technologies, that we had built. It was growing very well. We, we sold software and services to the travel industry, to airlines and hotel companies, etc. And the problem was I had a business partner, and whenever a big business decision came up, it seemed I was always on the road doing a sales call with the sales team. And the reason was whenever I didn't go with the sales team, I wasn't sure if they were selling the product and pitching the company exactly the way I wanted it done. And I felt like the customer might be thinking, it's a small company, Jeff should be here himself. So the problem was every time there was a big decision, I would tell my partner, we need to talk about this. And he would say, I'd love to, but you're never here. You're always out selling. And I would think, well, then I'll skip the next sales call. But if I did that, I'd sit in the office stressing over whether or not the sales call was going to go right and blaming myself if we didn't win for not being there. And I thought, I can't win no matter what I do. I can't be on every sales call, but I can't be in the office all the time either. And I wasn't sure what the solution was. So I started thinking, I know that I've got to train people. I've got to build a team of people that I don't have to think twice about, that I trust to either make the decisions in the office or or actually, you know, win the sales bids, do our best job out on the road. And my biggest issue, David, was while I fundamentally knew I needed to do that, I had nothing in place that gave me any comfort level that I could teach people. How do I show them what I want done and what I need to do? So I knew I could hire good people. I did not know how to train and equip them to succeed at a level initially that I knew the business would grow. So I just remember one day thinking, I can't be in two places at once, but I can't not be. So I couldn't, at that moment in time, see the way out of the dilemma. That's amazing to hear you say that. I mean, I I can feel the bind there that part of you felt like you needed to do X and part of you needed to do the opposite of X, right? Be there for the sales, not be there for the sales so you can make bigger decisions with your partner. You know, it's interesting. When people have asked me, David, why, why did you want to write the book? Scale. And, and I'll share my answer. I'm curious what, what you would say, Jeff. You know, here we are. took us a year to write the darn thing and, and then all the other steps with, with Penguin Random House to do all the other parts to take to produce a book. And I think to myself, you know, the biggest reason for me is I, I just, I mean, I'm a, I love reading. And I got frustrated with there were some great books out there for established companies. I mean, some phenomenal books for large-scale businesses, good to great, and some of these other books. But they were talking about companies that were $100 million or $500 million or a billion-dollar company. And there's a lot of books for startups, you know, pre-revenue companies that are looking to how to get started, you know, the Lean Startup and other books. But there really wasn't anything for someone, hey, David, I've been in business for five or ten years. The business works, but it only works if I'm there every day to make it work. How, how do you help me? How can, it, how can it be something to help me grow this company without having to sacrifice all the time and effort in terms of time with family or other things. That was my big drive. What, what was it for you? Well, by the way, I absolutely agree with you that there are a lot of books for, you know, 
lone entrepreneurs that are just starting something, and there are a lot of management principles books that work great if you're an executive in a big company, but there wasn't a lot for a small business owner whose business is running. But I would say that my biggest impetus for building the book is spending all that time saying everybody is telling me what to do. Nobody is telling me how to do it. So I kept getting advice, Jeff, you need to do this. And it was frustrating. If I had hair, I would have pulled it out then, but I think it was already gone. I kept on (laughs) saying to myself, I know what to do. Everybody's telling me what to do. Nobody is showing me how to do it. So all these years later, having built, been, been part of seven companies now that we've launched and grown, not all of them worked, of course, so we learned a lot of lessons from what we did wrong, but eventually we figured out how to do this right. And I remember thinking when you and I were talking uh, to a group of companies at, at one of your Maui workshops, thinking, wow, I wish somebody would do what we are doing right now. I wish somebody would tell me how, not just what to do. And that's why when we started this discussion of the book Scale, uh, I was saying, you know what, if we could write it all down and make it a how-to guide step-by-step of how to do all the things that you know you should do anyway, this would be a useful tool that I wish I had had back in those days. That's great. It's interesting to hear you say that about the, you know, the what to do versus how to actually do that what to do. I mean, I, I think we've all heard the expression before, you know, you need to build systems and you need to, to, to find the right team. And I, and I think one of the, the funnest parts of the book to write certainly was this idea that we could actually build the systems and show people how, you know, this is what a system is and this is exactly how you do this and this is how the system becomes more consistent by implementing control with it. And I know that was a lot of fun. So when we come back in this next segment here, we're going to actually talk about, Jeff, how you got started as an entrepreneur and some of the most important lessons for you. I'll share some for myself here. Again, I'm David Finkel, and this is Scale Your Business Radio. And I think that for all of you that are listening here, you're going to really enjoy this next segment. You get the inside scoop on how to grow and scale your company. 